Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. I am your friend, Brittany Dixon, and I am so thankful that you are tuning into the podcast today as we talk more about being strong and courageous, reading in Joshua 1. That's where we've been all month. And this is Thanksgiving week. And I was listening to a podcast last week that really inspired me. And um, I've had, I have friends who do like gratitude uh, challenges. I think some years back I did it. I don't remember, maybe a few years ago and in posting, but listen, it's all I can do to get on social media. So I didn't want to set myself up for failure. And I honestly wanted to do it myself before I implored others to do it. So just, I mean, each day, I believe I'm grateful. I I spend time in worship. I spend time with the Lord, but I wanted to intentionally go to the 18th power and find five things uh, that I'm grateful for. The podcast that I was listening to, um, Bianca said that her and her friend do eight things. Um, And I, I was like, I just wanted, I love multiples of five. So five things that I'm grateful for each and every day. And let me tell you, it has been such a breath of fresh air each day to myself, as well as in my time, my secret time with God, to just think about these positive things and shifting my mind, shifting my energy, shifting my focus. And, you know, I really believe that it's not just calling out. I mean, the encouragement is to be grateful. So yes, I'm grateful for my heartbeat, my five fingers on the right hand, my five fingers on the left hand, all of those things that we can list out. I'm grateful for breath and life, these things. But being intentional to even list out the things that don't at first glance appear to be things that you're grateful for. So an area, for instance, is laundry. feels like it's ever flowing. I think I even made some complaints to the air and was just negative. And yes, laundry is irritating, but I get to do laundry. I get to have a washer. I get to have a dryer. I get to have water that's going to go clean the clothes. I get to have clothes. I get to have a job to pay for the clothes. Like It's just like it became this domino effect that, okay, even though I'm doing the annoying task of laundry, or yes, I'm doing the monotonous thing of driving to work or whatever it is that kind of feels like blah, but then shifting gratitude just completely lights up the whole uh process of whatever it is that you have to do and changing that have to to I get to. So I really wanted to encourage just, you know, not just because this is Thanksgiving week, but y'all friends, let's do this like all of the time. What's, you know, what, what number is going to help it stick for you? Maybe it's just even saying, I'm going to say a minimum of one thing. Maybe you don't do any gratitude at all. So that, I mean, something is better than nothing. Um, It's not more so about the quantity. It's about what, what, what glory God is going to get in and through this process and this inward heart transformation. So this is a podcast place, Courageous Radiance, that wants to encourage women to be deeply anchored. And I was I was sharing this with, with some friends um, this past weekend. My son had his 12th birthday. And it's so crazy because when we had his annual and they were like, okay, um, you know, what day for Caleb's 13th uh, for 2024. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was just like a stab to the heart. I'm already, I'm already just, you know, some, I feel some other type of way with my daughter. Um, but to have another teenager, oh my gosh. So Caleb turned 12 this weekend and I was talking to some friends and I just, 
it, it, it was like a breath of fresh air to explain what this podcast is. And Courageous Radiance is really all about women to be deeply anchored because I can wish you all day long that have a great day. I hope today's amazing. Going to be praying for favor and protection and all the things. And, you know, but friend, what if that doesn't happen on that day? What if, what if that is a day that it, traffic was backed up? What if you did hit every red light? What if you did get the phone call from the nurse and you've got to stop what you're doing on a day that you thought was going to be all about you to go get a sick kid? What if there is tension in your marriage right now? What if the job doesn't feel as satisfying and you feel like I'm lost? I have no other job to go to. There are no jobs. You know, like what if life is happening? Or what if there's even something greater? What if you're struggling with depression? What if you are taking care of an ailing parent? What if? Just all these what ifs, right? And to be anchored is really this picture of this, this being in this ship, being in this boat that's moving and it's rocking and it's, and, it's, and it's disruptive. You're getting motion sickness and all of the things. But you have an anchor that not never allows you to even in the appearance of chaos, you have spiritual rest, which means you have emotional rest and it means you have mental rest, which means you have physical rest. Our uh, spirituality, not universe, I pray to these random things. No, God, Yahweh, God, creator, God, father, God anchors me in Hebrews um, 619, Jesus, this, we have this anchored hope, this reward that we know is coming, but it's coming when Jesus comes or when we see him before, you know, we have this hope that is impending, but because that's impending, it still solidifies and cements me now. So that's, that's really what this podcast is about. It's about encouraging you. It's about we open up the Bibles and we study it for ourselves, not just getting, you know, passerby information because my pastor said or because I went to this Bible study. No, you reading this, you having the authority and the accessibility to study this word for yourself and become a self-feeder. That is, that's the best thing that I could ever do for somebody is really to disciple be a disciple maker and encourage and implore you to study this word for yourself. Because while we still going to be on the prayer call, the 6 a.m. prayer call and pray for all these things to happen, you're anchored, even if it doesn't. So that's what this podcast is about. And specifically, we're talking about being um, strong and courageous, this model of, of Joshua uh, this whole month. And just to kind of wrap all this up as we've been talking. We really started in Joshua 1 um, uh, verse 7, and then we kind of built from there and have kind of hopped around. But um, I'm writing this, uh, I'm, I'm re- finishing this Ephesian study, Bible study. It's called Seated. And I'm actually doing the, rolling out the marriage edition first. So I'm really excited about that. So you can head to the blog, CourageousRadiance.com and find out more information to come about that. But just by God's grace and glory. Um, But in that studying, I wanted to incorporate Ephesians 1 today as we're going to go back to Joshua 1. But let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this um, ability to talk to the one or the more, God. Um, We just love you. 
we just love you so much. And thank you so much for all the things that we get to do. Um, God, I pray that for my friend on the other side of this listening wave, God, that she be encouraged in you, that um, she be empowered to, to draw more near to you, to know more about you, whether she's far from you or doesn't know you at all. Um, God, I just pray that everything that is said, everything that is shared, that you get the glory, it be none of me and all of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, So just to to start back in Joshua 1 quickly, Joshua 1 verse 7, above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanding you, do not turn from it to the right or the left so that you will have success wherever you go. That's where we started. We, you know, we want the success. We want the hashtags. We want that goal life. We want all of our lists and our expectations to happen of what we plan for ourselves, right? Um, that's just kind of like lying to, to say that that's not what you want. We, we want that, but we go about it backwards. We go about it in the physical turn, in the physical sense or what we think we can do instead of building this building, this skyscraper building from the, from the ground floor, from not even ground floor, from basement. I'm from Michigan, so we have basements. We do basements. And honestly, even with all of the, who, the, the, the danger of, of tornadoes and stuff, I remember when we first moved here in 2009, um, you know, some, a coworker at, at work down at, at Baylor Dallas was talking about, you know, oh my gosh, like, how are you adjusting to like, cause it was a tornado season, like tornadoes. And I'm like, girl, I, we had our whole tornado drill in Michigan. Like tornadoes are don't, yes, it's scary, but it's not like I'm like foreign, right. To, you know, versus if I moved to California, like I have no idea what I would do with earth, like with earthquake, but tornadoes. Yeah. We, we have tornadoes. Here's what scares me here. Y'all jokers ain't got no sellers. You know what I mean? Nothing in the back of the house like to go down to. Nothing in your actual house, a basement to go down to. That's what concerns me um, because, you know, this this right here, like going into the inside of the middle of the house, I mean, I guess. So, um, but those basements, right? And I was really looking. I was driving down the Dallas North Torway and heading towards like that farmer's branch like the Addison Galleria area in the DFW area it's like all these tall buildings and you look up and it's just like you know with this windy and it was a windy day actually and it's like how how can it stand without shifting and moving right but it's to to go to to build up the base down below has to withstand the higher you go. So essentially, the higher you're trying to go, then below ground, the basement level needs to be bigger. The foundation needs to be bigger. And that's not what anybody sees, right? So no one is like, oh, wow, look at how amazing your below ground foundation is, right? Says hashtag no one. But that is the most important part of that building, ability, the building's ability to still be a building. And likewise, why are we any different? The most important part of our life to be strong and courageous in whatever it is that God is calling you to do is to build a life, a secret life below grounds in the cellar, in this Michigan basement that nobody but you and the Lord sees. No one needs to hear about it. I mean, I guess you can share you my quiet time, but that's, it's really not for show. It's not for a agenda check the list because I'm a big check the list planner person and it feels great, right? But what's the purpose of checking a box that you did it 
if it's not creating any fruit, if it's not bearing, if it's not drawing others, if it's not even cementing you in in the stormy seasons, right? So it's not meant to just do and just say, I just did it. It's meant to do and live this lifestyle as a disciple. So today is really just about being strong and courageous. This encouragement is to be strong and courageous in now your purpose. Your purpose is a God-giving purpose. God knows you. He sees you. He knew you from the beginning, which actually is a good springboard just to go back to, we'll go forward to Ephesians 1. And I wanted to read in verse 3. Blesses the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ, for he chose us, we're going to come back to that, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in love before him. And it just goes on, but chose us, man, to be chosen, I, I, I cannot say that in all of my years in sitting in a church or growing up in a church that I ever thought of myself as chosen, right? It's just kind of like, yeah, I'm here. You know, God, I guess like he sees me, but he's too busy running the world. But to be chosen means I was set apart, means I was hand selected. It wasn't just some random cherry pick. I guess this is going to work. I am known and seen. So you are known and seen. So our ability to be, um, to be catapulted into whatever it is that God is calling us to do. And even if that is in your home, you know, even for for anyone who might feel, well, my life doesn't really matter. I don't have a big following. I don't, I'm just a homeschool mom. I'm just a mom or I'm just a wife. We can't have kids or I don't even have a husband. I'm just going to work every day. Whatever it is that that, that follows just, it's kind of like my kid, like my now 12 year old son, but he would always say, Caleb kept saying, uh, when we would go to the store, oh, can I go, you know, um, look at the toys. And of course you get back there and of course he finds something. And it's like, always just, just listen, whatever's going to follow just, I don't care if you say $2, do you have $2? Do you have the $10? Do you have the $20? You're talking about this just like, really? Like these first world. So I have a problem with that word just because justice devaluing it, you know, it, it's, it just is saying, um, less than, <laughs> or, you know, it's, 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 it's not as important. And I went through my college season post-college season, pre even college, just in the high school thinking I was just versus that I was chosen. So what about you? Where in your life today? Are you feeling like I'm just, I'm just a mom. I'm just a wife. I'm just a person. I'm just a sister. I'm just a daughter. Especially if, you know, you're watching people around you who have the things that aren't, that don't seem like a air quote just. They have all the appearance of the things that you want. They have the following. They have the money. They have the job. They have the house. They have the car. They have the dog. They have whatever it is. And you only are left with just, right? But I want to really encourage you, friend, that you are top shovel, top shelf level chosen and you have got to get to your secret time with the Lord. I know I've been talking about this all month, but man, you have got to get to this secret place, this this thriving place. I was talking to someone back and forth on Instagram. They're like, what do you mean by secret? It is. And she's like, I don't really have like a big space. It, girl, I don't care where it is. 
if that's in your car for that day, like wherever it is, if you can create a designated space to meet the Lord, then wonderful. But the Lord is everywhere. You know, it's like you don't have to make it legalistic. It is you meeting with God in secret, period. And praying is 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 talking to God. Like it doesn't need to be mystified or anything. It doesn't have to be charismatic. It is you talking to an actual real person who is God. And it is meeting him. It is, again, you're building this skyscraper life. And some people are just given the appearance of the skyscraper and no foundation. And they crumble. The marriage crumbles, right? Your life crumbles because the child was taken away. Or your, or your life crumbles because the job isn't what you thought. Or these aren't the plans that you thought was going to happen. Or you're dealing with all these sicknesses or this illness. Or your life is okay, but just everybody around you is doing more than just air quote just. So however in whatever way that this is going to meet you, we have to be strong and courageous in our in our calling and our purpose. But it's given in the closet. And not only given He's guiding you, you know, because I can one time get something and run with it, right? I can one time get this recipe on how to make these rolls. But like, what if I need to go back to like, how am I going to be shepherded through that each and every day, every single moment? That's what God is. God isn't just my one time here, handed, you know, genie in a bottle, go, go run your life by yourself. It is okay, God, thank you for this. Now help me with this. And that's, and that's so hard for me, y'all. That is really, really hard. Um, a big transformation testimony of mine is because I am so self-reliant and I don't want to rely on God. I don't want to trust God because it's scary to trust people, including God, because it's me being surrendered. It's me being vulnerable and it's me feeling like I'm out of control. But here's the delusion of it. We never had control. The con- control is not ours. I mean, it, it takes one thing to not to not happen the way you thought and, and you don't have control. So going back to this chosen idea, this top shelf, um, just to share, it's kind of, I had to, I was at a place with, I have two daughters and one is almost 21, which is crazy also. Think about these kids getting so old, goodness. Um, and then my daughter, my other daughter is 15. And um, I shared with them this top shelf and it was a way for me to talk about my testimony. And I talk about my testimony as the Holy Spirit gives me and tells me to, shows me to as, the, as its need to with anybody, in, them included. But um, it was appropriate in the time that I did for um, Layla, for instance. And it was really to talk. I don't want it to just be, okay, my mom holier than now is just telling me what to do and can't understand really in the position that I'm in. And it was an ability to share that I really want you to go forward and not make the decisions, the choices that I made, the stupid choices I made. Um, or even if you still make them to know that there's redemption, right? That that God still has chosen you. God still loves you. He sees you. Um, because so much, of our, our, so much of our waywardness comes from misplaced identity. You didn't know. So you just go be loose with your life and just... And it's just dumb. So I talked about this top shelf with sleeping around, guys I dated, and and it was dumb. And it was like the dumbest thing ever. And finding worth and value in guys, right? He told me he loved me. He he said he gonna, uh, girl, listen. And I'll even say even in the marriage end for my wives here, there was seasons where I found too much identity. My marriage became my idol. Um, my husband was my idol. And man, something is is like on the top until it ain't. 
right? Until that crumbles, then what happens? Because you've invested your whole identity in this person or in this thing. And it's not to say that your husband isn't number two, God's, but God is number one. And that's where the identity should have been. That's where my worth and my chosen, my, my chosenness, I'm just going to create a word, chosenness and my value should have been. And honestly, that makes you a better wife. It really does. Um, because now I don't need Eddie to give me something that God already gave me. Genesis 1 starts off where, you know, the spirit is hovering. It's just water. It's dark. There's no land inside. It's all water. And the spirit is just hovering. Just God in silence. Who knows how long that was, you know? Um, and at that time, he knew you. At that time, he chose you. At that time, he set you apart. So you want to, you want some guy to come in, you know, and treat you like either level call girl level, you know, and maybe, okay, that's not what you are to everybody else, but you, or so you think, but how, you know, he didn't call other girl over here and you just happen to be call number two because old girl didn't pick up. She was at work. Right. So when you're over here devaluing and bringing yourself down to bottom shelf or even the ground, from the top shelf, then you'll be misused and abused. And down with it goes your own personal value. Then you become air quote, just, just. Whereas God is like, okay, even on the ground, you're still my diamond. And let's go back up to the top shelf. But you have to believe that about yourself. You have to know that you're set apart, set apart and loved. So be strong and courageous in that. Because through your purpose, through your calling, it is to glorify God. Um, our family, um, vision statement, mission statement is to, that we exist to serve and to glorify God. And I break that down to through marriage, through as a nurse, as a mom, you know, however, it all comes down to God getting all the glory in and through everything I do. I serve to give God glory and we can't serve and give God glory and make his light shine on the ground. We got to be on top shelf. But I talked about that with my daughters in terms of allowing these silly guys to have what only, to have the influence that is only supposed to be from God. Um, so this this chosen that He chose us before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless. So now going back to Joshua one, um, once you get that, once you're solidified in that, you get that secret. Um, life plan, this, you know, this disciple making plan that you're constantly tapping into in your quiet time with God. Um, so, you know, Joshua gets it, you know, parallel to, to Moses. And then Joshua, you know, now Moses is, is passed in Joshua one. And then Joshua then, Joshua then compels the people and teaches them. So Joshua one, verse 16, they answer Joshua, everything you have commanded us, we will do. And everywhere you send us, we will go. We will obey you just as we obeyed Moses in everything. Certainly the Lord, your God will be with you as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your order and does not obey your words and all that you command him will be put to death. Above all, here we go. Be strong and courageous. In everything. I don't know if you caught that. Everything you commanded, we're going to do. In everything, I'm going to do it. So it's not just this partial obedience. It is in everything, I am going to surrender to God. I'm going to be strong and courageous in everything. In this season, God, what do you want me to be strong and courageous? This is the question for you. In everything, how can you surrender well? In every way, how can you assess if Jesus is the Lord of that area? 
You know, where have you given little L lordship to some person or to some institute or to some algorithm on social media, right? Or to some plan that you wrote down on paper. In everything, we are to be strong and courageous in Christ Jesus and to surrender everything to him. So the command is to follow God well. The encouragement, friend, for you is to follow God well, to remember to put yourself back on that top shelf. You're not a just, you're not an afterthought. You can be strong and courageous today. You can be strong and courageous in whatever way, but it's in God's glory. It's not from a self, um, let let me self-actualize myself, right? It's not in a, I've got to make my life. I've got to make myself something. You can't give yourself something or no one can give you something that God has already did. He did it without you. He did it before the formation of the world. So I pray that this is really encouraging for you and that you have a really happy Thanksgiving. Um, Y'all, this is the 200th episode. And I guess I should have started with that, but um, I'm so grateful for um, our winner who um, got a gift Um, just in celebration. You know, I don't do a lot of giveaways and stuff like that like I probably could, but um, I'm just so grateful and so thankful. Um, And I pray for you, even though if I don't know you by name. And that is um, something that is invaluable for me is just to know that you've listened and that you're tuning in. And greater than that, that, not that it's for me, but that your life be changed and that your anchor grow in Jesus Christ. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And I hope that um, you're safe over these holiday, over this holiday week. Friend, did you know that there is a Facebook group, a private Facebook group that I would love to connect with you personally? And I um, consider it an honor, I really do, to get to know each and one of y'all's story and just how God is moving. It blesses me tremendously when I have conversations with people and it's like, it goes something like, I am so grateful that even in this situation, how much peace I have or, you know, just feeling it's just been so moving and not about me. It's not me at all. It is all for the glory of God. And I'll, and I, and I never, um, I I won't forget when I had that aha moment at my own discipleship table and how becoming a self-feeder has completely changed my life, um, for the rest of my life. And I just want that to be your story. So I'd love to connect with you. You can head to the blog, courageousradiance.com and get more information there.